All right. What's up, guys? Just starting uh, to work with this um, Proclaim software uh, for the first time with recording. So here we go. I'll just start off with uh, some prayer. Father God, thank you for this day. Lord, pray a blessing over this message. I pray that it will go well. pray that we would be able to glean a lot from your word as much as we can. pray that we get closer to you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, for youth, I've been working on a on a series called Kingdom Seeking, and uh, I came amongst um, this a scripture in Matthew that you know kind of falls into place with uh, with seeking the kingdom of God, and it's really along the lines of um, following Jesus. It's a very elementary message, but very profound in nature. And I believe it's uh, definitely timely, and it's been good for me as I've been uh, studying it and, and also presenting it. So here we go. Um, I entitled my message, Fishing for the King. And uh, again, it's for the Kingdom Seeking series, and uh, what, it, what that looks like is uh, just a, b- a brief introduction. Um, fishing for the King is basically, you know, talking about how, you know, without without having a Great, greater purpose with per se fishing, you know, you you just kind of kind of do it, and it's not as fulfilling as it would seem when you're doing it for a greater purpose, such as for for a king. And in, and in this uh, sermon message, uh, it's in light of Jesus calling forth the four fishermen and how he basically he he calls them forth to follow him, and he and he makes this. Uh, uh, statement saying that I follow me, Jesus says, follow me, and I will make you fisher, fishers of men. And uh, so, we're just looking at this message uh, in a way that is putting us in the in the in the the uh, role of being fishermen for for the King, for Jesus. And that's what that's what Jesus is to us. He's our King, and so that's what I'm ultimately going to describe to us through this this sermon. And uh, without further say, I just want to go right into um, the scripture. Matthew four twelve through 25 says, When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee. Leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali. To fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. Land of Zebulun and land of Natali, the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. From that time on, Jesus began to preach. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. And Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat 
and their father and followed him. So what we're looking at here is uh, just a lot of a lot of instances uh, where where these guys, you know, they stop what they're doing and and just just go forward with this man that they've never really met. At least what we have, we, at least what we see in scripture, we don't know if they've ever even met this man. Um, but what scripture shows us is that they haven't. And this is just such a profound moment to see these four common men leave what they're doing to follow um, Jesus. Uh, it's just it goes to show uh, three things uh, that I'm going to that, that I'm going to talk about today, and that I believe we need to apply to our walk with Christ um, when, for what it takes to fish for the King. Um, and so I'm just going to go ahead and start talking about the three things that we need three three things it takes to fish for the King. So first thing would be. Fishing takes dedication. So, looking at this story and watching just how how these men, you know, basically left what their 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 lifestyle. They left their their jobs to follow this man. So they 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 had to commit to follow Jesus. It's not like they're you know you know they thought it'd be a good hobby to follow this guy and listen to what he has to say. No, they stopped what they were doing. And, and, and another thing that I, th- I thought was really amazing is that Jesus, you know, he identified with what they were doing and presented a greater purpose. You know, when Jesus called forth the first two men, um, uh, the, 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 the fishermen, he said that, you know, come, follow me, and I will make you fisher, uh, fishermen of people. I'll have you fishing for people. And, and I think, you know, I like to make the joke to say that it sounds kind of awkward, you know, to for for Jesus to say I'll have you fish for people, but but what what I see in this scripture and it's actually it, it, I'm only dialing in on it to show you that that the disciples understood what Jesus meant by that. It's it's the fact that there was a greater purpose and and Jesus Jesus told them that essentially you guys are going to save lives. You're going to save people for, for, for me, you know, talking about Jesus. And so it's really cool to watch uh, the scripture unfold and present such a awesome moment right there between Jesus and these, these uh, fishermen. So, I will send you out to fish for people, he said. So that's cool. It's really cool. This, so, so looking at that, the disciples fish for necessity, okay? Now they will save souls out of necessity by what Jesus called them to do. He Jesus called them to follow him, but he gave them a promise. He gave them a purpose. So that's really cool. Um, so a couple of things to kind of look at as, uh, you know, this first point, you know, what it takes to fish for the king and it takes dedication. Um, my question I want to ask for you guys and for you to take into consideration is, what is your vision? What do you believe that is uh, something that's ahead of you that you believe needs to, you know, is is going to happen? What's your vision? What's your calling? What is your purpose? You know, um, what what do you what do you see for for your your life? You know, I some you know I've had some people tell me you know they want to they want to be a forensic scientist. You know, and they want to do. Um, 
things like just that so that they can bring justice to people you know if if they you know bad things have happened to them or, or someone that wants to be uh a professional skateboarder, you know, something cool like that. You know, those are great purposes. Those are great callings, and and there's great vision within that. But what I'm really trying to talk about is, um, is yeah, you can have that, but you know, God gives you the greater purpose and greater calling within all of those things, and the, and that's what these disciples did in this story. Is they 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 may have abandoned their job or duty at at, at the time, but you know, God called them to a greater purpose. And I believe they, I mean, they still did work like that. And they were still professionals in their field as fishermen. <laughs> but they they began to seek God first. And so that's the goal for us today, tonight, whatever time you're listening to this, is is to really dedicate your life to Jesus and, and follow him. And also understand that God's going to use you in your purpose for this world, but yet also the purpose that he has for you is out of this world, you know. And, and so that's what we're looking at here, and that's what the I believe the disciples got. So the second thing that it takes, and as you may notice uh, as we go through this, that there are, there are three Ds. They start with a D. So if you want to, you know, remember it and... You know, keep in your back pocket, you know, as you're thinking about this story. Um, it's three Ds, it's the, and, 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 and it's what it takes to fish for the king, which is, you know, fishing takes dedication. And then number two, fishing takes desire. Fishing takes desire. Um, it's cool because, uh, as you see in Scripture, uh, it, said, it goes like this. At once they left their nets and followed him. This is the byproduct of having desire to serve God. It's a byproduct. You know, um, these four guys weren't just like, you know, like waiting for a cue. You know, they weren't waiting for that. Maybe they were. Maybe God prepared them before or whatever. But, you know, in the scripture, as we read it, there's no, there's no, um, there's no like uh, skit prepared or practiced for this event. They left at once. You see, they didn't give any thought, double thought to it. They left their situation behind in an instance. There was no moment for discussion or meditation on whether they should stay or should they go. They they had a desire. They had a desire to serve God. They wanted to do things for God. And you and 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 they recognized something about Jesus. You know, just real quick to to tell you uh, some just background of the Jewish culture at the time, and you know, uh, there there would be um, there would, they would be uh, and for the Jewish culture there would there would be rabbis, and Jesus was a rabbi, and 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 they they would have rabbis would have followers, disciples, and in that time that. The people would look for a teacher and follow the teacher all everywhere they go, and um, so this is this is a common situation, typically for someone to you know be going around and and teaching a core group of people, um, and things like that. So so again, they they, they probably knew what was going on. Uh, they probably knew that Jesus was uh, somebody who was a teacher but uh, but to really kind of keep it realistic here for a moment i think the 
what they really understood about Jesus was that it was the fact that he called them. He called them. You know, sometimes in our lives, we, we, we go through the motions, we go through life, and we feel like, you know, we're, we, we don't have a purpose or, or whatever. We don't feel like we're called on to fulfill a need. And, and uh, you know, it's, it gets kind of sad sometimes because it's like, man, I, I really wish um, I, really wish I, was, I had a place. But, you know, the cool thing here is that Jesus called these men. And as long as, you know, with them, they had desire. They, they, they immediately instituted the desire to follow this man. And I think that Jesus, with you, you know, in your own life, you know, he loves you. He's called you. He's called you to a life of, of living for him and, and to do his will, to be a disciple and to be a discipler, to, to make disciples. And that's what it is. God loves you. He's called you. And, and it's up to you to, to continue on with a great desire to serve him. Like these men, as you see in, in, in Scripture. Um, yeah, so just remember that. Remember that. You know, fishing takes dedication. Fishing takes desire. And who, who are we fishing for? Who are we fishing for? You know, just to keep the analogy going in this, in this sermon. We're fishing for the king. We're fishing for Jesus, you know. And again, the goal of what we're in my series that I'm doing with the students at Fuel and Hype is uh, is kingdom seeking. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all of these things will be added onto you. So, again, fishing takes desire. Uh, the last thing uh, fishing takes it takes it takes devotion. Fishing takes devotion. And uh, this is just a powerful, very powerful part of Scripture. Um, and it's kind of like a same setting, same scenario, but it's, it's after Jesus' um, Jesus's death. Uh, he was crucified, and we're looking at this story, and we see, um, we just see it unfold with all the disciples on, just, you can, you can sense their sadness and grievance of of the death of christ and we see uh in scripture and i'll read it in a moment that they go back to their 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 places of work and it and you see a picture kind of a contrasting picture uh that you would see in matthew and john of what it what what it looks like um to not have jesus anymore and and to really take it in a negative route So, here we go. John, chapter 21, uh, 1 through 19. Here we go. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them. And they said, well, go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your net in the right side of the boat and you will find some. 
When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciples whom Jesus, the disciple whom Jesus loved, said to Peter, "It is the Lord." As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, "It is the Lord," he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from shore, but a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153, but even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. And Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you, Jesus said, feed my lambs. And listen closely as I read the rest of this here. This is, uh, this is powerful. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him a third time, Do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, Feed my sheep. So, just looking back here, and uh, since we read all that, I want to just kind of go back to Fishing Takes Devotion. Um, you know, couple things in this story one you know peter he betrayed jesus before you know when he was about to get crucified when he got crucified and you know he betrayed him in a way where he you know he denied christ three times he denied him and and the thing is with peter is that though he did deny christ he had such a great love for jesus that it couldn't take him away from that life of devotion for him you know you you see in the story how you know how as soon as peter found out um that it was jesus he you know he jumped out of the, the boat and ran toward the shore to see him just before all the others got to got there in the boat when you see other instances where he, he would jump back into the boat because he just asked to get the fish and he was just so quick to run f- forward and backwards and and up upside down in this way and that way just because he loved Jesus so much and the thing about it was you know Peter I'm sure I'm sure Peter knew it you know in the back of his mind that he you know wow I betrayed him you know wow I I let this I let him down I you know here he is alive before me oh man I bet that was that was there but yet the love and devotion that Peter had for him was so much more than the burden of the sin that he may have committed. And, and, and yet, Jesus even confronted him by asking him, Do you love me? 
And Peter responds with great joy, and you can sense it in the wording. You know, yes, I love you, I love you, I love you. And yet, and then you, you re, it reaches the third time where Jesus asks him, and reality really hits him. And Peter, you know, he still says he does. And 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 I just want to just say this, you know, as we're I'm closing this message, you know, for you guys, is that. Fishing takes devotion, and you know what? You know, devotion and dedication are similar, um, similar things. But with the dedication, it really just merely means committing yourself to something, which is you know, and it's 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 a very strong principle, strong way of, to live. Dedication is very important, and, and and especially in this message. But you see, the difference between dedication and devotion is that devotion is a is a deep commitment a deep loyalty uh something that can't really be easily broken a devotion is something that is is enthralled with in love with what what you are involved with especially with your relationship with god that's why we always you know me as a youth pastor always asking students how are you how is your devotion life how are you doing in devotions because you know the devotional lifestyle of a christian is to is to be Seeking Jesus with a love relationship, a divine love, romantic love relationship, you know, that is, that's so on fire and so passionate, you know. And that's what that looks like. Fishing takes devotion. If you, anything that you, you can't take from this message tonight, if there's only one thing that you would take away, I would say this. Seek God to be devoted to Him. Seek Jesus to be devoted to him. You know, fish for the king and devotion. Peter did not let that go. Peter Peter continued to be devoted to Christ. And that's what we need to do as Christians. You know, my dad said it the other day, you know, uh, we have no idea. We have no idea about who God is. We can, you know... We Even in our deepest relationship with him, we have, we have not even scratched the surface. Um, with, with knowing God, and that's so true, because God is so much bigger than all of our problems, than this whole universe that's been created by Him, you know. And so that's what that's what we need to look to, guys. Is seek seek to fish for the King, not for the world. And that's what I want to say to you tonight too. Is this that? Um, I want to say this. I want to ask you this question as you go on go on with your daily life. Um. Will you will you choose to live for him and be dedicated? No, here's here's the real question. Here it is. Will you put down your fishing pole for the world and begin fishing for the king? And that's what I just want to have you think about as we as I end this. And uh, you know, just just keep in mind that God God has called you and he has put a purpose in your life and he has a greater calling than the things that you would love to do in this world and granted you can still do those things, but yet do it in inside of God's glory. Um, so again, put down your fishing pole for the world and begin fishing for the King, fishing for Jesus. Make make disciples, seek people out, find them, and 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 just you know share the love of Christ in whatever way possible. So thank you guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, Again, it's my first time on this Proclaim doing a recording. I hope it went well. Let me know uh, of any comments or anything. Uh, look forward to that. 
God bless you. Have a good day or night, whichever one you are in right now from hearing this. All right.